Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. Brian, here with my Valentines, Dan and Pat. This is a very special episode, Brian. Why, Dan? It's Valentine's Day. Also known as Valentine's Day, which is the proper That's what I said. No. That's exactly what I said. I'm re- no. I appreciate both of you taking time out of your busy schedules to spend Valentine's Day with me. Great. That's, oh my god. This is hot, off to a hot start. Okay. I, oh Pat, I um, I know you like you you like told your girlfriend you couldn't hang out today because you have the podcast. So I think that's that shows uh, real dedication to the uh, to the show. So I just want to put it out there. I'm not like I'm not a piece of shit, and I actually did spend like the whole day with my no. girlfriend. And no, don't believe me. No, <laughs> you did. I clearly did it. How is smashing cool. stuff in the city, Pat? Yeah, it's cool. How much did that cost to do? Uh, I think it was like two hundred. Like, like for you and Amanda, or just you? Yeah, it was for the. Two Imagine of us for, for both of them. Fucking ridiculous. That'd be insane. Um, for a half hour, um, which is plenty. Like I was, I was. Yeah, I was gonna say like. I came out of that motherfucker. I was gonna say like, <laughs> when you said half an hour, my first reaction was like, that's not that much time. But then like, like I'm, if I'm like in there, I'm yeah. fucking swinging and like I'm gonna be real tired. Yeah, think about like twenty five to thirty minutes of just constant swinging at like a, a, an aluminum bat or a crowbar at like electronics. Do you wear any protective gear? Yeah, they give you like a. Uh, kind of hard to explain. Um, I, I, like a helmet. A, like a full smock thing. A suit of armor. Like it, like, yeah, they give you a knight's, knight's set of armor, like plate armor. Um, some chain Hell. Helmet. Some mithril? Yeah. yeah. No, you get like a, they give you like a, like a smock type right, a deal. smock. That like zips up the front and then you get like a helmet with a visor right. and then uh, gloves. A helmet? What the fuck? Could you choose... I mean, it's like lamest shit I've ever. Did you heard. choose not to wear any of that fucking lame ass shit, or yeah, just fucking you go choose in there to with be a, a bat. Just go in there in your underwear. Yeah, Pat. Just fucking swing yeah, and swing your shit around. So here's what I'm gonna say. I'm glad I had the helmet because Fuck. there was a number of times, little bitch, that one of, we broke a plate and a shard of like ceramic plate hit my helmet. Pat, I'm hearing I'm some fucking Pat, hearing some fucking lame yeah, ass excuses. Yeah, Pat, right have now. you always been a fucking loser or just recently you became yes, a loser? My entire life. My entire life. I have. <laughs> All right. So, if I went to well, glad that that's settled. If me and Brian went to do that, we would be butt ass fucking naked, like high oh, yeah. high fiving. I'd be using my I use my dick fully to break erect. Hell yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was cool. Um to give you like our room, I don't know if, like, other places are different, I think, but, like, we only had, we had access to, like, some aluminum bats and a couple crowbars um, to just pretty much just go to town. On, like, no guns? And plates. No, no bazookas? No, no small uh, small explosives? So small explosives were there. They gave us, like, 
like mini stick of dynamite that we were throwing. Up. I went to, one time. I went to a Fourth of July party where somebody lit off a half a stick of dynamite in the middle of the street <laughs> that cracked the street. Whose was that? Some fucking weirdo who wears protective gear at a at a uh, <laughs> smashed house. What is that? What is this called? Like, what is a place like this called? Smash the, the, one, <laughs> the one we went to was called the Rage Cage. In okay, Brooklyn. actually, that's a good name. Rule. That's, that's way that's better. A really good name, actually. Um. Where in Brooklyn? Do you... I don't know, like what the term. I, I I don't know, like destruction room or something. I don't know, like what the term, like the the umbrella that that falls under. I have no idea. I don't, I don't think it but, falls yeah. under like a. Like... Well, there's like other places that are like that. You know, you can yeah, do the same shit. But like, obviously, they're not. It's not like one like corporation like the Rage Cage Industries. Like fucking. I prefer to go to my grandparents' house when they're on vacation. It just fucking mm. wreck. It feels Grandma's it feels way China. more real. Ray more real. You could just oh, yeah, you, you can can, like, just leave now. Nothing fucking gets by you, Pat. <laughs> you can like self pitch yourself plates and just smash them against like it was cool. I, I like throw the plates against the wall, fucking smash a couple printers, phones, keyboards. It's okay. cool. It's fun. All right. At any point, did you hit Amanda with the bat? No. Did you hit you with the bat? No. Yeah, right in that <laughs> face. Whoops. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. Oh, Man, sorry. We just started. Yeah. We're not even in the room yet. We're in the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and then uh, we got food at, like, a ramen place that was, like, right around the corner, which is pretty good. Sounds like a nice-ass day. Yeah, that's cool. Except for driving to and that's, from Brooklyn. doesn't sound like sorry. fun at all. <laughs> I drove to Bayshore to get dinner with my girlfriend, and that was bad. Our appointment was at four o'clock, so I was in traffic. Always. That's that's not a good time to to do that. Nope. All right. Well, glad you had fun. Yeah, it was cool. Glad you had fun. So, video games. Yeah. What? You guys? Well, you guys been playing anything? Um, I beat a Plague Tale. Innocent. Whoa! Tell me how Whee! good it was. It was great. I liked it a lot. Would it be um, in your top five? Oh, she watched you play it. How'd yeah, you feel about the uh, rat tornadoes? She was surprisingly okay with it. She like on our way home. She's like, "You gonna like I, we finished it?" She didn't know it was like I had finished it a couple days ago, and we were on our way home. And she goes, "You gonna play the rat game?" And I was like, "No." I mean, I, I, I can, I guess. We want. <laughs> um. So yeah, she liked it. I also liked it. I personally, I don't think it would be in my top five, but I did enjoy it. Very okay, much. I'll take it. Um, told me I was gonna get used to that little kid being shitty, and I never got used to the kid. Being really? Shitty. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You got all these like nightmare, like apocalypse happening. And he's like, Bobby, I gotta go get Bobby, and like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, shut up. He, he, he was like seven like, years old. All right. I got to you. You, you would have like, been a little bitch too when you were seven in the middle of this fucking. I yeah. I don't know if if. Like leading up to the point that like we were at, and like all the the corpses and like the fucking crazy shit we saw, and like all this shit, like. See, Pat, like what, is name, what is the name? What is the name? What is the name of the home. game? What is the name of the game? A plague tale. Thank innocence. you, innocence, innocence, Pat, innocence. Yo, that innocence. The whole point was not to let him lose his innocence, Pat, and he did it. And you're fu- and, and you're you're giving shit for it. You're a fuck. You're the real fucking he, piece he, of shit here. He did. Hey, listen. 
I'm, you're as bad I'm, as the rats. I'm gonna talk some, gonna talk some spoilers. No, no, right no, 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 spoilers. This. Small, tiny spoilers. What spoilers are you gonna talk about? He didn't lose his innocence. The motherfucker was. Yeah, I guess it's made. Yeah, no, the spoilers. I get what you're, I get what you're about to say, but it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. No. Also, I remember you saying how like Amicia, like the main character, like never really gets used to like killing people yeah. or anything like that. She fucking after like like two thirds of the way through the game, shit don't matter. Okay, well like <laughs> you also don't have to kill anyone. You could like all those parts you could sneak through. No, there there are occasions where like you like are like stuck between a rock and a hard place, and you don't have a choice. <laughs> like you have to, especially late game. Okay, yeah. well I'm just saying at least. It, and she's just like, I, ha! She's just well like, she never it. she no, never likes like, to it's enjoy never like it. That. No, I know it's not. Never. Maybe but, it turns from from like, like, like sad to anger. Like I'll give you that, but she never becomes like a fucking like killing machine. Ah, fuck off! Fuck off! You don't. You don't fucking. You don't even understand. Don't 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 mess with Martin Brown's rap game. Just leave it. You, should, you shouldn't have played it. <laughs> uh, game was very good. I enjoyed it. Anything else? And have you been playing pet? I I picked up some. I played more of The Witcher Three over the week. I just did the. Uh, I just finished the Bloody Baron quest line. Cool. One of the best um, quest lines. Yeah, it's great. I kind of I was kind of saying this yesterday. Um, I catch myself like not being able to play like stupid amounts of that game in like one shot because you're broken. And, <clears throat> no, and honestly, I think it's because like of how robust everything is. Like even like a fucking like. Like a like a small side quest could take me like an hour and a half to do, uh-huh. and like that's, like that's fine. But like I can't like go do an hour and a half long side quest and then go do like a three hour long main quest line. Like that's like <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah. Like I literally, I went. Uh, what the hell did I do yesterday? I did like, I think I f- I finished like two side quests. Like I was at like the last like two or three like steps in the missions. And those two side quests that I had to finish took me, like, two and a half hours. And then I started the Bloody Baron, and that took me, like, three fucking hours to do. Which is, like... No, some of that shit in that game five is hours of game, sense. and, like, I didn't even do Sounds that Sounds about right for, so like, an like, hour, 100 hour, 120 what? hour RPG. I mean, that's, like... I just like, feel like I'm not making progress, because, like, that was, like, a, like a five-and-change hour... It's funny, because, like, I... ...chunk, and I, like, really feel like I did not do that I much. honestly, like, at no point... Like, I, I know it's a really long game, and it's definitely very dense, but at no point did I ever feel like I was, like, dragging ass through it. Just I don't cause, feel like I'm dragging ass. But it's just, like, I, so much. I, my point being is that, like, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that's exactly how I felt, Pat. Where it's like yeah. I would do one side quest, be like three hours. I'd be like, I felt like I didn't do anything, and then I would just get like disgruntled and be like, I don't know if I really mm-hmm. want to play this. Whereas like Dan, I think you, I don't know if it was in our Discord, but there was something you said recently where you're like, just don't get overwhelmed and just play and just keep doing things, you know, regardless of what it is, and you'll you'll make your way through it eventually. And I was like, that's actually really solid advice, but at the same time, it's kind of just one of those things where it's like. Uh, I don't really know. It's just like if I ignore like how well, I think I meant. I think I, know, I remember that. I think I meant. I more meant the the map. Don't let the map overwhelm you specifically, because then you'll go. Yeah, that, that'll drive you fucking yeah. crazy. Assassin's Creed Odyssey has the worst map, in the sense of it's just overloaded with shit. <laughs> it is because well, they immediately they immediately the second they let you free, they're like check it, and like you can open Whoa. the map, and it's like. You're like this tiny dot, like up, up, up all the yeah. way up here in the corner, and you're like, no, Whoa. it's nuts. I mean, I, I I got that achievement for uh, unlocking every 
fucking triangle of, of I've revealed every part of that map. Like, even, like, the water at the bottom fuck left of the map, that is literally just water. Like, I, I, I did all of that. So, like, I, I get it. But, like, you know, you don't need... There's a lot of that map you could never... You'll, you, you'll probably will never set foot on. Well, I'm not, like... Like, that's kind of, like, the approach I'm taking with Witcher 3. I'm, like, not going, like, way out of my way to go, like... I know, like, when Andrew every, played it, every he was question like, I have mark. to see every question mark. And I'm like... That sounds good until you get to, like, Skellige, and then you have to... It's all little islands. You're like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna do this. I anymore. loved Skellige. Skellige was cool, but getting to every little question mark was a pain in the fucking ass. I gave up at Skellige. Yeah. I honestly think, out of the entire game, there was only, like, a few things I didn't do. Like, I... I really put a lot of time into... Witcher 3, and I think that's when the DLCs came out. Like, I, I've I started Blood and Wine, and, like, it's great. I wish I could just give myself, you know, like, I had more effort to go back to it. So, because I know even you're fucking shaking your head right now. Blood and Wine, it's so good. It's great. I know. I just, it's... Bro, just quit your job, it's, dude. That's a lot of game. Just quit your <laughs> job. Wish. Bro, I'll come I'm over and break your, I'll break your kneecap. Worker's cop, bro. I, they'd probably, like... Drag me to my <laughs> my house. I just call Brian's job. There. Hey, hey, this is Brian's for dad. Brian's knees broken. Send like, him money. You have to like go to his office after hours. Like, do something to, like the stairs or the elevator, and like just make sure. Like, Brian, listen, I fuck with this step. So yeah, I I sneak. Yeah, I sneak it. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm just doing <laughs> some work on the ceiling tiles in the in the bathroom. <laughs> he takes, takes one bolt out of a rack in the warehouse, and Brian's like, a Whoa! my legs. <laughs> Oh uh, no, just, they're broken. Just, just, just enough to fuck you up, but like not enough to kill you. That's fine. Uh, like Andrew, that's fine. Just real fucked up and not dead. You know, leave my boy alone. This is a good guy. He's I fine. A lot of destiny. Uh, Patrick, anything, anything else? Yo, he's playing the um, most. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've started Dying Light. Haven't really picked it up since the other day. I was actually playing it. Um. I'm kind of just going through like shit I haven't played. So. Pat, you know like what it. you have been playing? You know what you have been playing? Uh, Apex. Mm-hmm. You know what happened since Pat started playing with us? We we started win winning, 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 baby. I'll take it. Whatever. He was the missing piece. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> well, I mean, like the the one thing I do love about Apex is it's something you could you could certainly jump into it by yourself, even though it is squads of three. But it's like when you're a cohesive team in that game, it makes it's night and day. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what multiplayer competitive game is not like that? Call of Duty. Yeah, you could solo and. Yeah, but you saw more Duty. fun when you play with a team of people you know. Well, yeah, of but course. it's not like it's that's a different argument though. Like, yes, you're gonna have more fun, but you don't play Yeah, I cohesive okay. team. I think I've won maybe once or twice. I have like a hundred hours. I fucking have an Apex, and that with like randoms, you know. Whereas I have, uh, you know. A lot more wins when I play with my friends and you're, you know, a team that can communicate. Yo, so. Brian, you know what win I still think about in Apex for me and you played that fucking 15 kill win we had? Oh, you had yeah. nine kills, I had bop. six, and we had the, and we had carried that kid at zero. And he was like, that's a carry, guys. I mean, one. you were slapping him around. That was a bop. Now, now we, you know, I get a kill, you get a kill, pack at six, and then we win. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy Pat. Hey. <laughs> Me and you doing all the the lifting, Pat. So, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, we're, yeah. We got like tons of damage. Pat has like twenty five damage. He's just gonna lay shot off. It's not actually how that works. If you get the downs and I kill them, they count as your kills anyway. Shut the fuck up, Pat. Shh. No, don't fucking tell him that. 
<laughs> they don't know. They don't play it. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Shut. Anything else, Pat? No, that's it. Brian, have you been playing anything else? Yeah, yeah Dead Cells. I, uh, Tell us about Dead Cells. A- the new DLC. It's that okay. other and that other game. Uh, yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell All right, so the Dead Cells DLC uh, was five dollars, which is very reasonably priced because it's um it's one new area. It's actually two new areas and one new boss. Um, oh, I forgot the name of it. So I'm Slime it Town. Quick. Slime Town. No, it's not. It's not a. It's not Town Town. Uh, the Bad Seed. It's close. Is uh, the na- the name of it, um, and it's good. I like it a lot. It's got a very fun trailer associated with it. It does. The little anime trailer is really fun. Uh, the new enemy type. I mean, like, the area, like, looks pretty neat, but it kind of reminds me, like, the layout is very, like, reminiscent of the clock tower. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. I never got that far. Uh, all right. Like, I've, I've gotten there like, a couple times. I think I remember. Okay. Um, either way, it's like I said, it, it's still, it's just it's new content for Dead Cells, which is, which is really cool. Um, and it was only five bucks, so. And that's out now on everything. I got it on Switch, so. Um, that's totally like re-engaged my, uh, like, oh yeah, let me just do one more run. Oh yeah, let me just do one more run. Like, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which is great. I mean, for Dead Cells, so, um, but, uh, yeah, I'd recommend it if anyone has any motivation to jump back into Dead Cells, now's a good time because, uh, the added content's always good. They also, um, you know, with more recent updates, they like kind of change like the, some aspects of the gameplay in terms of like your... Um, I think they're called the scrolls that you find, and they give you either health, attack, or um, the purple meter, which is for, like, traps and stuff. Um, Those are, like, few and far between now, but when you find them, it's, like, a plus 50% Mm. to, like, your health or to, like, plus 50 on, like, some damage or plus 25. So, like, they're actually, like, a little bit more weighted, which is cool. Like, it actually feels, like, pretty meaningful when you find them. Um, But, yeah, Dead Cells is is still great. So, um, that's that. And then I've been playing Scourgebringer, which is on PC Game Pass. And um, the best way I could describe Scourgebringer is it's like if you took Celeste and then, like, mashed it with Hyperlight Drifter. That's what it looks um, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a fast-paced, like, roguelike platformer. Um, it's in early access right now. And um, it's, uh, it's a fucking blast to play. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's really challenging. I've, um, I've been stuck that's i wouldn't say stuck i mean i've probably tried the the few boss uh the first boss a few times um but i'm still like just like kind of getting the hang of like the combat and stuff because it's um it definitely has that celeste thing of like where you're just constantly in the air and like you know hitting things gives you your double jump back and you have like a dash and a dash attack and then there's certain enemies you have to do like a you have to use the dash attack on or there's like a powerful like uh slash um, and that you actually have a gun, which is pretty interesting. So that's there's a lot of uh, like fun combos and attacks you could do. Um, but it's a it's a fun little game. Uh, like I said, it's only in early access. Um, I think it's on Steam. It might be like fifteen bucks, but the I don't know what like the roadmap looks like. But the developers um, definitely plan to add a lot more content to it. Um, but like I said just before, it's on PC Game Pass for Xbox. So. Uh, if anybody has that, they could check it out there. Yeah, that's cool. I so. think that's I think that's a game that I'll probably wait for the full release before I checked out. But that's the only thing though is I don't know when they plan. I don't even know if there's an estimate yeah. for when they expect to have more of it done, or if it might just be like a drip in terms of like, hey, here's another level, here's yeah. another level. Yeah, I guess that's I mean, that's three, like hate. There's three levels now, 
and depending on your skill level it could take you in between like three to six hours to beat the three levels True. so and there's a huge skill tree to upgrade um so depending on how much you like it there is a lot of replayability if you want to see all the upgrades and stuff yeah so. no i get you it's just i know something about early access like i just feel like like i don't know, like hades is another one like i want to check out but i would rather just wait for the whole entire game to come out because they've been releasing like more stuff and like i'm not like i'm not gonna play it get into it and then get back into it when it comes out. Like, I know I'm not, so I'd rather just wait and get the whole thing at the, at the, at the one time. I get what you're I saying. <clears throat> I, saw, I played Haley, Hades. I bought that when it, like, when it first came out um, in early access. And I went into the mindset knowing that it was early access and not all the way done. So, like, I would go in, like, check it out. Wait like a couple updates. Go back in, see what they. Change. I mean that that that's what I would do if anything. I just wouldn't like you know. I... Well, I mean that was Dead Cells. I mean when I bought that on Switch, it was still early access. It wasn't the 1.0, um, and I still you know I just fucking talked about it. Still playing it. Yeah. Um, so Scourgebringer very much could be that. It is a roguelite, roguelite, so it is very much run based. So, and it's it, the combat. You know, it's it's simple simple enough you know it is pretty dynamic with like the celeste vibe of like being very fast paced and like staying in the air and stuff yeah um so but it'd be one of those things that's pretty easy to pick up and put down true true yeah i'll probably check it out cool you know what else i played this Dan, week which was random oh, uh, just a quick mention oh. i just i put bloodborne into my ps4 uh, randomly the other night just because I wanted to like run around and mess with it and um, still really good still really hard right I, I, I remember when uh, it was on PS Plus and mm-hmm. everyone played I, I think me and you tried it or we're gonna jump in and get to it I got all the way Cleric B so I was like I beat the fuck out of this guy first try no problem I got so many of these games on my belt now fucking ate my ass like t- two times in a row <laughs> ran, ran out of blood vials i was like i don't want to grind these I, don't, I have none left and then i stopped playing that's exactly what happened to me i'm i jumped back in i was path path past father g um and was in like the town where the guy on the gatling gun's chilling yeah mm. and i like forgot how frustrating he could be because you know, like he's really tough to to kill on like the top of that tower Mm. and same deal i ran out of blood vials and i was like fuck i don't know if i want to do this right now yeah but i've saw there was someone recently who was pretty popular on twitch and they played through bloodborne for the first time and they played through all the dlc and i was watching some of that and i was like fuck i never did any of this and it looks so cool so but it's impossible on new game plus so i'm like i'm like trying to convince myself to finish the game again I mean, or to start the DLC when I can in this run, and not, um, you know, I have, I know you have to get to a certain point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had the same problem when that DLC dropped. Is uh, we started on New Game Plus, and I was, it's just like no, it's no, so no, fucking hard. No, no, no. It's like I can't. <laughs> it's taking like six to eight hits just to kill like regular dudes. I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. Uh, yeah. Um. What have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing. I started up uh, Kentucky Route Zero. I haven't played much yet. I like played for like a half an hour, maybe. Um, I don't really got much to say yet. It looks seems cool. The writing is cool so far. Um, no fucking idea what it's about. There's a goat on the on the cover of it, so I don't know when that goat comes into play. But um, there's a dog. Maybe a dog. There's a dog. It looks like a goat though. But I'm excited because people seem to really like it, especially since the last uh, episode just came out. So, um, and I'm playing Shovel Knight. 
or King Knight more specifically. Um, played for about like four hours now. I really like Joustus. Joustus. I don't know how to say the card game. In it, it's a. Uh, I thought it was like like when they first like. Like when I first started playing, I didn't realize like how big the, the card game is in it, but it's that's like half the game. Like that's like you'll like right. battle people a lot with it, and like you like make your deck and like you lose and lose cards, and you can play and win cards back, and it's like a, it's a really big part of the game. And I begin I'm only maybe like the first third of the game through, so like I don't know if it continues throughout the entire game, but like I was surprised how much um, it's in there. Um, but it's cool. Like that's like the whole thing. You're like you like you want to become a king, and you find out that if you win this like justice tournament, you will like you can like become a king, and you're not actually a king, but you're king knight. Like your mom is like in the game with you throughout the entire game, and she's like, "Oh, honey, look at you wearing your nice armor," and she's like, "Mother, like I am a king. Dress me as a king." Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, I like King Knight's move set. Um, probably not as much as like Spectre Knight, but more than Plague Knight. Um, but uh, but yeah, I like it so far. Like, the story is like way different. Like it's like the uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove is like probably the greatest deal in games. Like if you like, it's like I think thirty dollars, and you get all four of those games, and, and they're all they're all like like entirely. That, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it, Plague Knight's pretty similar to Shovel Knight, but like Spectre and King are like. Yeah, they play yeah, completely games. different games. It's it's wild, but I'm enjoying it. Um, and then I, oh, I started Greedfall, um, which I really like so far. And it's like, I think it would probably be my top. Like, even even though I'm only like an hour and a half into it, I think it would I think it would probably be my top five. I've actually played it because it's like it scratching, like that like itch that I've, like, I haven't had a game scratch in a while. Like that real like Bioware RPG. Like it's fucking clunky, but it's you like said that. You said that shit before you even played it. You just, like, you know it's your type of game. Yeah. Like, it's just Dan's shit. Exactly. And that's fine. It's great. But it's just funny that you're like, this would this would have been in my top five. Like, I know it already, guys. Like, well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think like it just be. the declaration. I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's great. <laughs> like, Dan just has a hill he dies on, and this is it. Clunky JRPGs. Well, it's, not, it's not a JRPG. It's a, it's a sorry, Western, sorry, sorry. Western RPG. I misspoke. Bioware. RPG. Relax. Um, like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, like, you know, like that kind of shit. It's just really good. Um, it's like janky, but like charming, janky. Like the, like I, you know, like the first fucking quest line that you do, you just think it's going to be some simple ass shit. And then you got to find out it's got like 8,000 layers to it um, in a good way. Um, combat seems pretty cool so far. Looks really cool. I'm really excited to play more of it. And then, also, obviously, I've been playing a ton of Apex, but we've talked about that. We did. We did talk about that. So. Sick, bro. All right, we'll get into the news. Get in. All right. It. I'm going to get into it as soon as I click this button. All right. So, Pat, uh, right now, I will give you uh, two minutes to talk about how great the new trailer for Final Fantasy VII is, because I have no idea anything about this game. Go. Uh, it's really, really great, and I'm every single thing that they put about put out for this game thoroughly impresses me. I said this in the group chat earlier, and not a single thing that they have put out has disappointed me, and this is, like, my favorite game of all time. And the fact that they're coming out with a remake for it, like, however many years later, I think it was, like, 20 years, 25 years, something like that. Um, 97, 97, 97? 97. Is that when it came out? Might okay. have been. 
That sounds familiar for me. I don't know. I didn't um, play it. Well, either way, uh, long ass time. The fact that they're putting out a remake for it and literally everything from it looks 97. great. Yeah. Um, is like fucking crazy to me. And it's like, it's like blowing my mind. And like this trailer was like, this trailer like affirmed that for me. And like everything I've heard about like the way the trailer like ends and like goes into gameplay after it is like it well tell us a little tidbit that you told us before uh so the trailer ends from what i've heard at least from people that have played like the demo and stuff like that like the the opening sequences of the game um from the way the trailer ends is like a slow pan up onto cloud's face like after he jumps off the train um and apparently what happens is it the, the camera slow pans in on him and then just like rotates around to the back of him and then you're just playing the game so like if you look at these trailers and like the cinematics and like all the cg shit they have in this game like the fact that this entire trailer is in game like like literally like in game engine like they're they're not there's not like a like a, a movie rendering engine in there this is like all within the same engine like just fucking pumping out this crazy looking shit like it's crazy to me so your main party in Final Fantasy Seven is is Cloud, Big Guy, and Flower Girl. No, well, your main party in the first. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Good. Let's go. Wrap it first... up, Dan. Good job, Thank baby. You. Plus. Thank you. <laughs> in the first, um, like major part of the game, which is the city, Midgar. Main party, Midgar. Two levels. I'm proud of you. There is an upper plate. Upper plate, and a lower plate, plate, lower plate, slums. slums. Rich. Um, I know. Eh. I've been there. Um, so your main party, like, to start the game is uh, Cloud, Barrett, and Tifa. Big guy, Flower like Girl. The... No. Flower Girl Big guy, Tifa. though. Okay. Big guy, yes. Um, Tifa is, like, the, the girl with the black hair with, like, the white tank top that, like, beats oh, people. She's, like, mm. punches people. Where's she come? She, we haven't seen her yet? Or is that trailer? She's been in tons okay. of stuff. Uh, she's in that. I think she's in that. No, she's not in the okay. trailer. Um, so like, that's like the original. That's like the the party that starts the game, and then you have this three other people that help: uh, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, who are the three people that like you were talking about at the end of the trailer with like the red bandanas and stuff. They're pretty much Cloud, Cloud Barrett, and those three are part of a, like a. I guess technically it's a terrorist group called Avalanche. Um, and like you're like, you know, blowing up Mako like reactors in the in the city. Um, so that is Cloud, Barrett, Tifa are the three first like real party members that you're gonna have. Aerith, who is the flower girl, Dan, joins the party next. So then it's she's the healer. She's the white the white white mage. She, yeah, she's like the white. She's ah, the white. I fucking mage, knew it. Um, and then later on, like. Uh, I want to say like three quarters of the way through Midgar, you get a fifth member named Red Thirteen, who is like a dog lion thing. There's all, there's always one weird fucking creature in Final Fantasy games. There's two weird creatures. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, hold your actually. horses, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so your Midgar ends with five party members, and then like after you leave Midgar, you gain a few more. The fuck. So like the main the main roster is like what is it like ten characters, Brian? Um like yeah, like I'm characters. trying to remember, but I'm 
It's been, yeah, it's been a minute. As, that's it. He just is it like around. No, he's there. He talks. He's a fucking like some weird science experiment. So what? What was the fucking got the uh, Final Fantasy Ten? Uh, what was that fucking weird blue tiger man? I'm talking about. Oh, I don't remember. I don't. You know what I'm talking about, right? Is, but I know you're talking. Yeah, about. I remember like getting to that part of the game where like he gets introduced. And I'm like, the fuck, this guy's terrifying, and no one seems to fucking care, yeah. and he's just in the game for the rest of the game. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, that game is more like, at least like ten. You have like it's more like it's a little bit more fantasy because you get like weird like, like you have like weird races in that True. in that game. Yeah. And like same thing with like nine, like this weird races. Seven's like, like, this, like in very seven, industrial. Like, it's just like steampunk. humans. It's very industrial. Yeah. yeah, like science, and then like you get like weird shit like Red Thirteen, who I guess he's like he's like a science experiment. So I guess he looks like like a rejected like is. Lion King character. Like somebody There's was like, "Yo, another... we should make fucking, we should make Scar look like this fucking guy," and they're like, "Dude, Yo, no." His his render looks like almost just as good as the the live action Lion King, like lion renders. It's a fucking time to be alive, Pat. What a time and to be alive. There's another character later that you meet that is also just like a blue weird... blue sixteen. It's a cat. Nah, it's hard to even explain. Right, well... Look up Kate. Look up Kate Sith. C-A-I-T. You can explain. You can say how to spell that. C a i t space s i t h. Okay, I'm looking it up. What the fuck is this? Is the <laughs> what is it on? Why is it on this fucking marshmallow man? <laughs> what is the? Is it? Is it the uh, cat or is it this fucking gigantic de- like this demon it's ball? It's both. It's both. It's mostly the cat. The cat. The the the. The thing that it's on is kind of just its ride. It's called a Mog, I believe. Um, the cat. There's a, there's a whole like story about the cat and like that whole thing. Yep, that's him. Um, there's a whole like backstory with, about the cat that you find out through like. Where the fuck? Do, where do you, where do you find this fucking guy? You're just out in like, a cave somewhere. Uh, you find him at like a. I forget where you find him. I think it's at like the gambling tower, the golden saucer. I believe. Oh, the gambling tower, the golden saucer, dude. Why did I think of that? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, but there's, like, a whole, like, backstory for Kate Sith. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking find out what that is. Be riveting. Um, but, yeah, I cannot wait for this. Now that I know Kate Sith is in it, I'm mm. infinitely more ready ready to go. I'm ready to fucking play. Yeah. There are, there are some cool characters that, like, I really want to see, like, just, like, with the the graphics engine that they're using for this game that I just want to see like I want to see what that like fucking Red thing Red. looks like. Yeah, I mean that's like Red Thirteen, they're, they're um, shown right. He's been in the trailer. Yeah, he yeah he, they 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 put out a trailer with him in it, and there's like there's a uh, like yeah. A I'm ready to see that that fucking lumpy cat. Um, I want to see that shit. This character called Vincent Valentine, who's like some like kind of like vampire pseudo vampire man. That like has like this crazy cloak that like does like some wacky shit. Okay. That I'm trying. That would be see. cool. He uh, he's slightly underwhelming as a character. It looks real like anime. He looks super cool. Yeah. But yeah, I am beyond excited for this fucking game. Well, I'm happy for you, Pat. Uh, I well, I almost want this game to come out just so I can see you happy because it makes me happy. You're welcome. It's really nice. So cool. Uh, when does that come out again, Pat? Remind the people. Uh, A- Mar- April tenth. April tenth. Yeah, but uh, that will be here before we know it. Wish it was March. Wish it was March. I know. 
Well, it was originally early March, right? It was like March 4th or something, right? Yeah. That, that would have been so soon. Yeah, something like that. All right, so. All right, cool. Moving on. Uh, so there is a new report that Sony is struggling with PS5 costs, uh, primarily due to the uh, kind of like the uh, cost on like the RAM and memory um, that obviously the better type of memory you have, the better RAM, better solid state drives you have, and the, it's the faster the machine's going to run. Um, so it looks like the cost of those uh, pr- components they want to put in the into the PS5s are kind of raising the price a little bit. So it looks like right now that we're looking at a four a four ninety nine price tag to keep up with competition. Um, par- according to the report, that Sony's kind of staying on like the sidelines with it uh, until they see how Microsoft prices their console before they make a final decision if they want to like maybe as downgrade some of the quality components for less money. Um, how, how do you guys feel about a five hundred dollar price tag? That's kind of what I figured they were both going to be. Honestly, uh, I mean that's fine. I mean, same. That's kind of what I figured for both of these machines. But I could see Sony if Xbox is like, hey, like most powerful console, five hundred bucks, and Sony could like cut corners and release it for four or four fifty, and then they just a- they do and the then PS4. just like stay on that like we're the exclusive train. Like we got all like look at all these games, ba ba ba. Like, because they, they could still fucking bang on that drum, and Microsoft really doesn't have the titles yet. Like, they bought studios, they're working on it, it's in progress, we all know that. You know, but with their Play Anywhere initiative and all that stuff, and PC Game Pass, I mean, like, you know, they've, they've been going more, like, a different route, and it's been working for them. You know, we think we know that. Um, but I could definitely see them try to be, like, sneaky about it. But it is pretty... That's what they did with the PS4, yeah. they waited for them to, they waited for Microsoft to announce their their price point and they're like ooh, hundred dollars cheaper yeah i'm cool I'm they cool also the they thing. fucking dunked on everything microsoft did that the e3 reveal last year yeah, i think it was awesome. I mean, my, that was the fucking the xbox one reveal was so bad especially like all the xbox yeah. executives like watching that shit like a oh, fuck ah oh, fuck yeah it was just it was just handled poorly because like the ps4 and the fucking xbox are the exact same stuff it's just the way that it was worded well they they, they the i mean announcement was it did terrible. the same stuff but like they rolled back on a lot of oh that they rolled stuff, back on xbox. so much of that shit remember some of that stuff like you had to log on once every 24 hours like get your mm-hmm. keep your shit and like your the games yeah. had a one-time transferable license and after that you couldn't like all that shit and then literally sony was just like yeah see all this here we're not here doing any go. of this like this is how we play games here, and it literally like handed over a copy to someone else on stage, yeah. and was like, we like you know. freaked and out. It's funny because like, you know, oh you know, God. you know, they like, they wrote that like right after they saw that, like that wasn't planned, like you know, the, like that. Um, oh yeah, like that's why it was uh, that was back when. Yeah, the fucking cool. the writer room for like the conference was like they, they were just fucking salivating after watching the Xbox. Yeah, literally shit, like fuck. Like, yeah, I can picture them going, "I was like, yeah, we're about to fuck these dudes." But I <laughs> see, I, I yeah, now that you mentioned that, Brian, I I wouldn't mind. Like Xbox coming out, be like most powerful console, five hundred bucks. This is what you want to play. My like, cool, five hundred dollars. PS4, uh, PS5, being like, yo, we got those exclusives, hundred dollars cheaper. You want to come here? I know I'm going to buy both, regardless of what, how much money they are. I know we're all going to do the same thing, but I would rather do it that way than I guess spend both. Because only one console could be the most powerful. They're not gonna, they're not, you know, they're not gonna come to a tie. They're like, yeah, we're both pretty good. So whichever one you want to get, I guess. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the components are like. I can't find the word, but I mean, like... Similar, like... I'm very similar. But you know what I mean, though. They're They're never going to concede to each other. It's always going to be one is more powerful than the other, you know? Yeah, exactly. One's going to get the slight edge here and there. Exactly. And then they're going to talk that. The only difference is that, like, with this previous generation and the half steps, like, the PS4 Pro was a year and a half or two years before the Xbox One X. 
So like they did have time for like for new components, which yeah. did edge them out it in did. terms of like the you know in, with some games. I mean sure. like you know Red Dead Redemption, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There was definitely one that, like when they did stress tests and ban you know the that the the words. Um, yes. <laughs> no, obviously Xbox One X was was the more powerful console. I I understand, saying, but um, but I'm cool with continuing that trend. Just. All I'm saying. Regardless, I'm, I know I'm spending a lot of fucking money on these things, so whatever at this point. Benchmark was the word I wanted there. Benchmark. There go. Good job, Brian. Proud of you. It's been uh, a week, boys. So, <laughs> at least you got there. So speaking of E3, um, a little bit of news. Jeff Keighley, known for the Game Awards, has uh, opted out of E3 this year. Known for Death Stranding. Come on, Dan. Known for being, known for being <laughs> a prepper in Death Stranding, if anyone... I feel like the first yeah. one to find. Um, I actually didn't mention how I finished Death Stranding, but I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you talk? Oh, I forgot we're about not- it. It's out of my memory already. Uh, now that we're 40 minutes in, please tell us. All right. I finished, <laughs> I finished, I finished Death Stranding. Tell uh, Pat what happened. What, with the cutscenes? Oh. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Well, so, like a lot. So... <laughs> I fucking don't like that game when it's telling me any amount of story. I love that game when I'm just delivering packages, climbing over rocks. Honestly, as soon as the cutscene starts, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, literally, like, I, I cannot fucking do it. So, like, it was, like, pretty late one night. I just wanted to beat this shit. And then I got, like, a- like I, I, after I fought, like, I told you, like, fought, fought Giga Higgs. And then I had that fucking, bo- like, you know, fight you know, fight night boxing match with him. I was like, all right. It was, it was cool. Do- it was cool. But then I was like, all right, done with the game. Maybe, like, a couple of little cutscenes, fucking sleep time, whatever. Fucking, like, seven oh, hours later, like. East. What's what's uh, Marinas? And, like, literally, I was like, I can't fucking do this. So I skipped all the fucking cutscenes. And then I found out there's a fucking chapter four fucking teen where you got to bring the we got to bring the baby to fucking light him on fire. And you, you, you don't got a map. Spoilers. So I was like, fuck. All right. Why? Why not? One more fucking thing, I guess. So this can't be that many more fucking cutscenes. Well, fucking no, though. You, I'll, you know, I'm in for a ride because there's a bunch more cutscenes. So then I skip every cutscene, every fucking cutscene from chapter 12 on. Like, just start skip. Don't even know what the fuck's going on. Then I I finished the game, and then like that night I got I literally I, I woke up early before work to fucking do this because I was I just wanted it to be done, so I get I got home from work that night and then I watch all of the cutscenes that I missed on YouTube so I could like like arrow over like because I didn't have to sit there and watch I could kind of like breeze through them and just read them you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um and then I then I got caught up that way so I, I probably missed a ton of shit but I don't care because I don't. That the story is so up its own fucking ass. It's amazing. Like it's it's literally like uh, I don't know. Like I I like some of the co- like I like the Hartman stuff. Like I like it was kind of cool how the baby turned out to be. No- the baby is Norman Reedus, right? No, it's some shit. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> huge, 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 whatever. It's so dumb. <laughs> the, the baby is. Norman <laughs> Wait, yeah, it was a no. It's, it's not, not right, but something not. like that. No, it's not. Yeah, it was like a huge red herring. They made you like think it was, um, and then you find out that the baby at like the beginning, that Cliff, that like Mads Mikkelsen's character, is like constantly like obsessing over. That one was Norman Reedus. So the baby that Norman Reedus is carrying around has nothing to do with him. It's not him. It's not Mads Mikkelsen's kid. It's nothing. It's literally just the fact that he's hooking up into this thing that it's like unlocking his. Oh, old memories that's fucking. Stupid. That's all that is. All right, so. 
So they throw you this red herring. They're like, that's Norman. And then they're just okay. like, nope, no, it's not. It's not Norman. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but you did you catch the like the <laughs> fucking absolute best part? Like the biggest turd in the punch bowl <laughs> with the baby. <laughs> Where it's like they he names um what's it what is he He names the Lou. It's Lou and then it's at the end Louise. <laughs> it's like Ah It could have been a girl. It's like, like it's literally like a post credits thing. Like literally calls this baby Lou for the last like quarter of the game and then like at the end of the credits it's like Norman's hand on the bed. Yep. And then a, like a the little baby's baby hand, hand? Like, creeps in and like touches him and he goes and then, like literally Norman goes Lou, Louise. <laughs> like literally, it and then it just goes oh, black. I was like, my god! What? Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. To really nail home the fact that that baby wasn't normal. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't know. The, all that fucking like that, that fucking part where you gotta just. I just. I need that little soundbite isolated when anybody ever asks about Death Stranding. Dan going, yeah, oh yeah, I don't know. Eh, oh man. <laughs> The the part where you like you're on the fucking beach and you and you you, know, you gotta walk a little bit and then fucking kneel down yeah, and then you, you fucking get back and, up yeah, and you so. kneel the fuck down again and then you do it five fucking times and then you got how about when you have to shoot Amelie? Well, uh, but I, I was using you so many times. I used I used a gun so I realized you're supposed to hug her, but I wanted to fucking shoot her just to make the game fucking end faster. Yeah, I, I so many times. Uh, I was I, like, bat, bat, bat. It's like nah. The second they handed me the gun, Amanda was sitting next to me when I when I did that part, and I was like, the second they handed me the gun, I was like, I'm yeah. Fucking what are you gonna do? You, like, I'm killing. What are you gonna here. do? Do bat, 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 bat. <laughs> But I, I like, I like America United. Yeah! I like, I ran up on her to go punch her, and the same button that you have to hit the punch is the hug yes, button. Just, so like, I went, to, I was like mashing the punch, and then it just hugged uh-huh. her. I was like, oh. But like again, I. That game when I'm just playing, great. It's fine. Fucking lots of story stuff. Fucking kill me. There are there are portions of that story that are okay, like you said, like the Heartman stuff is cool. I really like. I like War War the, the World War Two stuff was cool. I like that. All the yeah, all the stuff that Cliff like Maz Mickelson's character went through was cool. Yeah. Higgs uh, went out like I, a fucking little bitch. Everything else around those two characters. Yeah. Boss fights were way too easy. Fragile stuff was meh. Fragile uh, stuff was eh. The, Mama stuff was all right. I don't even really like Mama stuff that much. I thought it was like the whole cool. part when she's trapped under the rubble and she's like doing that weird shit with her mouth, like trying to catch no. the water. Like <laughs> she's <laughs> acting, <laughs> Pat. She's oh my god! <laughs> then she got that bit. Then she got that bitchy know, like, sister, and then she be- they become one person. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they're like, I need, I need her body. Bring it to me. Also, the yeah, fact then she because she ate it. My, <laughs> my favorite part is fucking transporting that little a fucking Asian lady to the, to the guy, and she's all oh the, the yeah. chiral I mean, or whatever to the yeah to the I, junk, like I was like is she, she dead? Like I thought she was dead, and then I was like, right, can't you fucking walk? Why do I gotta fucking? Why gotta my do favorite, this? My favorite part about that whole thing was going to get her, bringing her back there, and then them being like, oh my god, we love each other so much, and then they like get married or whatever. And then, if you read your mail, like as you get the emails, like as you go through, and like their marriage is oh, actually, I didn't read any of those emails. Yo, it's so, it's <laughs> so really bad. Funny. The junk, like the junker, emails you like a couple times. He's like, "Yo, dude, like I don't know, like I think I fucked up. Like I don't like I, I, don't, I should not have brought him back. Come over here." And then like she emails you, and she's like, "God, he sucks. Like, what really, the fuck?" It's actually really funny. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that. Actually, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, also, like I kind of wish, like at some point in the game, like I actually went into one of the fucking cities. And not just outside of the fucking cities. Like I want to see what what inside one of those cities looks like. It might be cool. 
fucking Bridger, bro. You don't I want to. Why not? I never. I can't go to any of the fucking cities. No, also, you just get to. You just um, get to kick through rubble and fight. Uh, uh, whatever the fuck the monsters mules? are called. Oh, BTs. BTs. There was one cool thing, like towards the end, like when you're running back east. Um, if you go, you remember like that one shelter that's like right outside of, you know, like, what is it? Lake knot, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the second portion, like chapter three. There's like that one little, uh, uh, shelter, like off to the right of Lake knot that like orders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a Higgs hideout. If you, yeah, if you go in there, like after you beat, that's actually Higgs hideout. Like it's been his hideout all the time. If you go there, you get like, it's open. Is it like the name of it? Like Peter or something? Like the guy emails you? Yeah. It's like he, yeah, it's a pseudonym. You weenie. He's just like a fake name. And he's like ordering pizzas he, from you. Like, he does oh, email you a bunch asking for more pizza. So mm-hmm. I said he does email you a few times asking for more pizza, which is funny. Yeah, he, he orders like, I think he orders like two or three times throughout the game. And then you go down there, there's a bunch of pizza but, boxes. And then just I can go riding. down there. Yeah, you go down there later. I never found, just, the, I never found the musician like a, either. That's a bummer because uh, the, the musician actually gives you one of like my favorite things in that game, which is the harmonica. I, d- I never soothed the baby once. I, f- I never I forgot how to do it and never did it. But I think it very easy makes the game very easy in like a lot of ways, like not just like combat. Whoa, what? Well, no, I mean like other things like uh, like one of them, like um, I think like uh, like you like literally you can drop things less and stuff like that. Like I think, you know, like literally like it makes the game very easy and like more than just like just straight up like. Heal it, uh, shoot like damage and health, but whatever. I I don't know. I Death Stranding cool, also not cool. Kojima needs to fucking chill. Personally, I'm happy. I'm hoping that Kojima got whatever he had in his oh, system yeah. out, and now he can like. I know like Metal Gear Solid, like all those games are a little like wacky and like stuff, but they were a little bit more focused, and like they had like you know an overarching story for the most part. I don't think he, like, had, like, a concrete, like, plan going into no. Death Stranding other than, I get to make my own game. No, I literally think he went like, in whatever. and was, like, just sat like, in a fucking white room by himself and was like, I'm to be a fucking baby. Yeah. And fucking Norma Reedus is going to have yeah. a fucking baby on him. And then baby's going to so be Norma. No, 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 no. It's not going to be Norma Reedus. We're going to make him think it's Norma Reedus. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that he kind of got it yeah, out of the system. maybe. And he can kind of focus in on something. Well, I know. I, I, I mean, again, because he can make some cool yeah. shit if you really like honed well, in. Well, like, honestly, like, I, like I feel like if I just sat down with him, I was like, oh, okay, nix this, nix this, change this, change this, and like, I feel like Death Stranding could have been like one of my favorite games ever. But like, well, that's the that's the problem is that like, I think that's what was ha- like when he was with like when he was working for Konami. I think he had people. That were with him at his the studio. Fuck you doing, Kojima. Like, nah, dude. Like, you got it. Like, no, this has to go. Like, this has to go. And as much as Konami sucks, I really think he needs something yeah. like that. Like, somebody there that can just tell him that's probably not a great idea. Because I know for a fact, I can just imagine this man walking around the studio and just going, "No, we keep that. We're keeping that. We're keeping that's that. fine. We're gonna <laughs> we're keep, gonna keep that. that. No, you see, like with the weird, the baby thing, like all this stuff. Let's go. We're gonna keep that too. Like, just leave it. Let's leave it all. Fuck it." Like I don't know that he yeah, had you know, an we, we every the idea game and ever pitched. No, no one cares anymore. But Die Hardman yeah. delivers a thirty-minute monologue, <laughs> crying. <laughs> yes, we need that in here now. Yes, at fucking hour fifty when people are still engaged in the story. I also think I think it's funny that Norberitis like acts the least out of everybody as in the game by far the most. And even even when he acts, it's just yeah. I'm like everything else he's in. <laughs> 
I, I honestly, it's like Boondock Saints, fun movie that like put him on the map for a lot of people. And I know he's in a ton of other stuff. Um, but like after Death Stranding, I was like, dude, he, he sucks. He no, sucks. Boondock Saints might be the only thing that I actually. I like. I mean, I liked him a Walking Dead at first, but like. Yeah, but he's the same guy. He's no, I know exactly. He's good looking, brooding, and and like and yeah, grumpy, grumpy guy that talks yeah. not that much. Whatever. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's Death Stranding. Let's never talk about it ever again. Um. So Jeff Keighley pulled out E3. Uh, he used to run a lot of paddles. He's a big name at E3 usually. Uh, so he won't be there. Um, didn't really say why. I guess. Um, just kind of said that he's not going to be there. So um, is that another reason why E3 is going down the hit, going down the shitter? You guys think? Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not going to help because Jeff Keighley is. I don't know. He's he's been so integral to like just games media and like all that kind of shit for so long that I feel like, you know, just having his name attached to it, like kind of just gives it its own badge of validity alone. Like just having his name on it in some capacity. Sure. So I don't know. I I definitely think it's, it's another nail in the coffin. Yeah. At this point, I think the ESA just needs to like buckle down and really try to focus on like the consumers now and like not, at this point, they've lost the complete trust of the media, and every every outlet I've heard or like heard from via podcast or whatever, like nobody wants to go. Nobody wants no. to go to E three. They do not trust them, and they they just assume that something stupid is going to happen again, and rightly so. Um, so I mean, right? Really, I think they just need to buckle down and now just make it more consumer centric. Sure, I agree. I'm very curious what E three is going to look like this year, but. Um, I personally don't really care that much about Jeff Keighley. It's like I'm not going to watch because Jeff Keighley's not going to be there, but it's just another big th- hit to E3, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, two new operators were teased. Uh, normally, I wouldn't even say this, but I just want to talk about this man who just busts through walls. Um, he's pretty <laughs> much wearing like a tank top, got like a, pretty much wearing nothing. And yeah, I thought he was gonna at least be in like some like body no, armor or something. Just fucking muscles, dude. Nah, and he's just he's just sprinting through the fucking desert, sprinting. That's it. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's uh, and the, uh, his name is Oryx. Um, and then Yana is the other uh, lady. She's the attacker. She could do something with holograms. She's, in space. she's on, on the moon. moon, or maybe she's not on the moon. It might be a hologram. Uh, we don't really know. Or what? Just, yeah, yeah. Or it's just a hologram. hologram. You don't know. Um, huh. Sorry. Fuck. What? I was just looking at Norman Reedus's IMDb. Yeah, Sorry. You have any interesting <laughs> tidbits of information? For yeah, us he was right there, he was Scud in Blade Two. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> also, Blade and Blade Two, good movies. Great movies. Yo, Ryan Reynolds was jacked in that movie. That's. Three. three. I know. Brian knows what I'm doing. Blade, Blade Trinity. Yeah, yeah I do. Brian knows what I'm doing here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so those, uh, they look cool. The uh, the next uh, season, year five, season one. Isn't that nuts? Year five. Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. I got a question for you guys because um, it was Ubisoft on an earnings call announced that they were releasing five games in the fiscal year 2020. Um, obviously, three of those being uh, uh Fuck, what's the hacker game? Uh, Watch Dogs Legion is the first one. The hacker game. game. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, the one that looks like fucking Breath of the Wild, like monster. Gods and monsters. 
of Gods and Monsters, and then Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine, and then Jason Schreier in a tweet confirmed that the other games, because that was three, were going to be a Far Cry thing and an Assassin's Creed thing. Those are not yet confirmed, but that's what Jason Schreier tweeted. Um, but my whole question was, is the Rainbow Six Quarantine, is that, like, do we know what that is? Is that the, like... It might be that that alien thing. So that again. they're releasing a full game based on that. It's possible because like when that that was released, I remember we played it and had a lot of fun with it. It was really cool. I don't think it was yeah. a full game though. Did they say it's just gonna be like a thirty dollar like? But it's it's just so even if it is, and that's just what it is. It's just only thirty dollars, and it's just like extended DLC. Or is that or like? I mean, kind of surprised by that. I mean, at this point, because people liked it. I I mean. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess more to your point, or to further your point, I should say, with the fact that it's year five for Rainbow Six, like, don't, wouldn't you have thought that they would just, ha- like, a Siege 2 would be a thing now at this point? You know, like... I I don't know. I, I think that they're going with the, like, I think they're going with the right approach to it. Um, Like, that, it's the type of game that lends itself well enough to just adding new characters to it. And just continue. Yeah, but on. even I mean, everybody said um, that about Overwatch, which is how Overwatch, yeah. which is how Overwatch should have been, instead of the weird like thirty or forty dollar, probably full price thing that they're putting out. They're calling Overwatch Two. That's literally the same game with like an extra game mode. Yeah, and the same characters. Like that's true. So like, unless they did a Siege Two and. Like gave you like sprinkled in some of the OGs and it then, was like twelve new characters and like four and old ones or something old, like entirely new characters or something. But you gotta and, remember like, too, like, maps and they've shit. they've invested they've invested so much into Siege the first one now to entice people to move on to Siege two. They're gonna lose <laughs> all these characters, all this shit. Like so, unless they were able to bring all that over into Siege two and then like also make Siege two like new enough. That they like people would want to move move on. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like that's hard. Like with the way that they've built, like they've structured that game to do a sequel. Yeah. All right. Well, just wanted your the boys' opinion on that. What else, Dan? What do you got? Well, I'm glad yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah. I'm the one thing with the new characters. Juggernaut is just so stupid and over the top. And I'm Oryx, Brian. What? Oryx. He's Juggernaut. He's Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Okay. Sorry, he's, sorry. He's, that's what he is. He's pretty, I mean, he's pretty much sugar. So the other character does like a Yana. holographic thing. Yana. I mean, like, don't we have three or four characters that do holographic things? Like, what else? What? What? Like, um, come on. I don't think so. Well, uh, one does. What the fuck is that guy's name? He does the four different. So you have. Oh, well, you can just shoot him into corners, though. Like this one, I think you can like m- like move around and use as a decoy. Oh. Well, I think it acts more like Mirage from Apex, from what I could, from like the what they're showing in the teaser, because she's like walking. Well, around yeah, because you have the whatever. one character that puts four decoys down on the map that are just like mm-hmm. isolated. Sta- they're stationary. Yeah, then yeah. you have uh, two characters that go and there's Vigil who goes invisible from character. Vigil goes. Yeah, invisible. and then there's another character that's the girl. Vigil's going invisible. He just becomes invisible to cameras. He just yeah, invisible to yeah. the cameras. And then what's the other character? The lady with the mask. What's her name? She was just added season, the last season. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Um, I do, but I don't remember. Yeah, she does another thing where she's like a hologram or it's like a mirage or something, and it's like oh yeah, just something like that. She was re- she was fucking released. Um, uh, knock knock. What is her ability? 
I'm looking it up. Everybody hang tight. Just fucking. I mean, I'm just. Well, stay loose, boys. This. I think the the most similar thing you're gonna see to this is that character that can just drop the stationaries, like the stationary decoys, because this one. Okay, so at least yeah. from what they're so Nox's ability is the presence reduction, so she moves more quietly and becomes more difficult to see from opposing observation tools such as drones, cameras, and evil eyes. Which I mean, like a lot of these things are starting to get pretty samey. Is I guess the point I was trying to make. Yeah, I mean, except uh, for gonna get except for not juggernaut. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, yeah. run it through. The only other character you've had since was probably Sledge, but I can just imagine like being holed up in a room on like and like this yeah, like, you didn't get to reinforce, and this motherfucker just comes running through like. Hey! It'd, be, like it'd be cool, like it's like it's like it's something like more than just he runs through it, and maybe he's able to like give himself a shield for, for or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. The he just runs through that bitch in the trail. My whole thing just, is like he puts so his hand if out if he, and just if the walls reinforced. So. And he, like, he runs into it. Does it make, like, a ding? <laughs> yeah, they gets dizzy for a second. Maybe Maybe it, like, damages. It, maybe it, like, destroys things attached to the reinforcement or something. Because there's got to be something to that. Oh, if there's, like, a shock trap on the other into, side, like, it just goes shooting yeah, across the like room. A, <laughs> yeah, like, it breaks it or, like, a battery on it. it the the it possibilities are, are endless, something. fellas. I just, I just p- keep picturing... Like one wall <laughs> that we just didn't have enough reinforcements for, and we're all oh, like, shit. right? Everyone's oh, like, shit. all right, we're good. Oh fuck, we forgot that one wall. And no. I just imagine like, I don't know if you remember from like Gears, where like when the Berserkers were around, and, like you hear them stomping, they're stomping around, and then start running at you, and it's like boom, 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 and like I just I picture that happening, and then him just crashing through the yeah. fucking wall and all the shitting. Yes. And enjoying yes. my time with that. I concur. I concur. Me too. Me too, Dan. Alright, cool, let's move on. Next up. So I was uh, we talked about this a little bit before. Um so this could potentially be very exciting news. Um Mass Effect lead writer joins other Bioware uh, veterans at the new Wizards of the Coast studio called Archetype Entertainment. Wizards of the Coast are known for Dungeons and Dragons and Magic Gathering. Um so, Drew Carpesian, which actually I think I've heard, I've heard that name sounds familiar. Um, he was the lead writer on Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2, and he was a senior writer on Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which are arguably three of the best RPGs really probably ever made. I'm sure not many people argue that. Um, he worked for Bioware for 18 years, um, and he joins uh, people like James Olin, who worked on Baldur's Gate, Dragon Age, and also KOTOR at Archetype. Archetype is a... A new, a new, um, a new studio, and their de- debut project is described as a multi-platform role-playing game set in an all-new science fiction universe that will send players or a story-driven epic where choices they make will have real consequences and how the story unfolds. Which sounds generic as fuck, but I, I mean, the, any the pedigree that this is coming from could possibly be a, like a like like a fucking like the like a great game. Like, it's hard to imagine that this game is not going to be, like, at least pretty fucking good. Uh, like, what I mean, world is, like, a game like this going to not be good at all? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm excited about it. And I, I think it's, I think we're in due time. Like, we're due for, like, a, just a high quality, just good yes. sci-fi RPG. I agree. 
So hopefully yes. this is that. I mean, that yeah, same. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, yeah, no we, no we information. On, huh? I said we know, Dan. There's no information on the game, when it's coming out, or anything else. But it's happening. I have I have next to no faith in Starbound because I just lost all my faith in Bethesda as a studio because all the games I put out are broken and not that great recently. Thank you. Thank you for being so, so candid with us here. Hopefully this, hopefully this is the thing that's good. Yes. I, yes, I agree. I mean, this is probably a solid like three to four years out. Starbound is probably yeah. the same. Elden Ring, though. Elden Ring. Now that's just like classic Western yeah. fantasy. You know that's going to be good. Uh, well, we haven't really no. seen anything. Um, with some weird hands. That'd be real cool. Yeah, some, some hands. hands. Um, that I, I'm Same. excited for that. Really Same. For that. All right. Next up, uh, Division Two new DLC coming out. Didn't think it was going to be a big deal. It's a big deal. Manhattan. <laughs> We're going back. Warlords. Warlords okay. of New York, baby. We hey. back. We, we back. Okay. I'm uh I really don't give a fuck, honestly. Okay. So Brian, if you care, you can talk about it. <laughs> I care slightly. I like I don't know. There's a part of me that has like a soft spot, I guess, for the division just because I have lots of soft spots. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh there's um Division two definitely lost. I fell off that so hard. The end game, in my opinion, was bad. Um, didn't really do anything to hook me after I finished the main story. Um, but I'm willing to give this expansion a chance just because I do like the gameplay in Division 2. Um, I think going back to Manhattan is a good choice. Uh, a lot of people didn't really like the, the new location. Um, it's supposed to be lower Manhattan, but they set it the scale one-to-one. So, um, and I... I trust them to do a good job because, you know, Division 1, and they did, you know, obviously Washington not as cool as New York City, personal opinion, but, you know, is what it is. But they did do a great job with uh, the, you know, the rendition of the city or whatever you want to call it. So, sure, this looks fine, you know. Maybe I'll play it. I'll see how much it is. If it's reviews well, why not? I'm sure you idiots will cave. You will. If you're willing to fucking give Anthem another shot, not Division Two, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you, my guy. I'm, I'm willing to give Anthem another shot because I own that, and they're not going to fucking o- hopefully not charge yeah, on I, I could see <laughs> the, I could see Anthem saying, "All right, we're going to go free to play, but if you want like th- this new stuff, twenty bucks." There's no way I they would, could. I would. There's touch no it. way that they could just absorb all this cost to reinvent that game, dude. If they if they did that, all of whatever modicum tiny little baby speck of good faith they have left in their community I, would be fucking shit. I'm, I'm with you there, I'm but I just can't imagine that they would absorb all of this the cost to literally like remake this game. I well I think Anthem sold better than we think, one. And two, I think they already had money set aside for future expansions like uh uh, what is that one? The one that never came out. Um, the big one. You know what I'm talking about, right? I remember. Yeah, like yeah, that, that never everything. that never happened. So that money never went there. So if the, if that money, if they were smart and the, the, put that money into revamping this game from the very beginning, and all of that money, and like again, you know, uh, Bioware is a huge developer where you know, um, hopefully, think that the business part of things is not stupid, and all of that money went into to this 
rework or this the reinvention of the game that the money should have been there and that in turn shouldn't have cost the 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 actually cost money because like pat said like the people that are going to pay money are the people that somehow really liked Anthem that actually played it that are willing to give it more money. Not the people like me and Pat who are willing to give it a shot if that just means we just go on one day and there's an update and we get to check it out. So I I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel. But regardless. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be, I think it would be the worst for a, a, a game that has been scrutinized to the degree that it has been over the last what is it, year? Two years? I don't even remember. I don't know how long. A- Anthem was uh, okay. a year, February last year. Yep. It's been a year? Okay, so the amount of scrutiny... Well, almost almost a year. year. It'll be a year, like, in, in a week. Okay, so all the scrutiny that's gotten in the, <clears throat> in the year that it's been out, if they charge people for this fucking whatever... So I found be. a Forbes article... It would not go well. Basically saying that Anthem sold fine. I, th- I thought I don't remember reading that, that it sold better than you would think. It it better than you would think for a game. That's so like literally, yeah, the, the, the short version of this long Forbes article essentially just reads as, you know, good, not great for a game that reviewed like dog shit. They marketed it very well. Yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, we, I not, mean how, how not, in not were we... Until it came but, out, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I was also invested in. It. I played the beta. It was uh, we had fun with the. Combat I had a lot of fun with the, the beta. Fl- I thought, I thought the beta was, was like I, I was like okay, this is good. This is, good. This is what I thought it was gonna be. I, I honestly, like I said, if if it's free and they fucking reinvent the wheel here and everyone's like Anthem's fucking great, you gotta play it. Sure, I'm like of course I'll buy it. Why the fuck not? I want games to be good. That's really the <laughs> point here. Um, you know, not. Not bad. <laughs> it's a very simple formula here, boys. Good, Good not, bad. not bad. So I have no problem, like, whatever. I mean, I'm sure I could probably find it for fucking 20 bucks right now, maybe even cheaper. So, probably find it for I, cheaper. yeah. You'd be surprised. I actually looked up today, and there wasn't – I didn't – I mean, I have to check, like, fucking CD keys or something. But on most sites, it was still, like, I don't know, pretty normally priced. That's a good point, Brian. I would say, yeah, I would jump – I would try to find a deal now. Because if it does come out and people like it, you know that price would go way up there. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. So that's the thing, but at the same time, like say if I spend twenty bucks now, and then it, they're like, "Oh, all right, yeah, it's free to play, and we're changing the model." Like if you want like all the content, it's gonna be like a battle pass. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, I'll be like, ah, fucking, let's eat my ass. <laughs> yeah. So this was actually a good tradition. I, I realized I had an article up about this as well. So um, the quote from them from Bioware. Um, the team is going to work to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivated challenges, and progression with meaningful awards. Um, they also are going to tweak some of the uh, like flying um, and combat mechanics, but mostly preserve those because those were the one good thing about Anthem. Um, so there's going to be some stuff to do with the game currently for the people that somehow are still playing the game, but it's going to very it's going to very much slow down in the next couple months for this to come out. Um, they don't. They don't have a time frame, but it looks like it's going to be many months before this shows. So I'm hoping probably within the next year. Um, and they are looking to give this to a more focused team to kind of develop it and like re- kind of like a lot more QA happening than in, than in the past. Because mm-hmm. again, you have to think about like did no one fucking stop and go like, hey, is this a f- is this fun? Do people is this good? Like people think this is gonna be fun? Hey, we have. 
We have four varieties of weapons. What if they just all looked the same? No, Nobody no, thought that, that was, was a bad, bad idea. idea. So, um, I very much hope this is like something. I, I, see, I don't even like at this point. I thought I think the concept of Anthem and the flying and that kind of stuff was so cool that like I don't even care if they reinvent this and Anthem becomes like an okay game. I probably would still play it and put a good amount of time into it. Like I don't, Anthem doesn't need to come back out and like blow my dick off. Like it, it doesn't. Like it come out and be like. It went and like it just the cool flying, cool combat, all that stuff. I can play with my friends and like I just got a pretty decent game out of it. I'll check it out. I'll play that shit. I'll play through the story. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to come out and somehow be this incredible thing that it always should have been. If it is that awesome, then that's a new, a new game for us to play. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I, you know, I, I think you're with me on that one, Pat. That even if it's just like okay, like we'll build, we'll be there day one and like check it out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's <clears throat> I don't know. I can name. A couple things off the top of my head that I think would invest, just get me invested more into it, like right away, and more like suit armor customization. Yeah. And I want to see some like wild weapons. Like you got this crazy environment with like all these like crazy monsters and like whatever enemy you're fighting and like all this shit, and just having like some fucking basic guy look like an assault rifle and like a basic looking yeah. shotgun or whatever. Like it's not interesting. Like if they if they go a route similar to destiny like with even like your armor and instead of only just you know cosmetically changing things but you're dropping like you know a helmet that's like way better looks different Mm -hmm. way better than what you're wearing currently and like you haven't upgraded like a like a like a progression system like that and you can get like mismatching pieces of armor but you can like colorize it all the same or whatever you want to do to it like i think that kind of shit was fucking cool and that's the kind of stuff that that would lend itself very well to that kind of game and they like tried to like dip their toe into like the destiny like like market and then like never really yeah. committed i guess and like they like half stepped a lot of it and it just didn't like none of it melded no. well and it just it i just, think it needs a better yeah. on top of what you said package i agree with everything you said it needs a, a way more of like a robust hub world that hub world sucked ass yeah i don't like walking around that nobody nobody person no. slowly it needs a, fuck, it needs a tower esque Homeworld, um, I think it needs better multiplayer, like kind of like uh, lobbies, like not like lobbies, but like just ways to play your friends, make that easier. Well, if they make yeah, streamline the UI, hundred percent. Yeah, they they marketed it like it was like a like a crazy like shared world thing, like Destiny, and then like you go to the hub world and you're fucking yeah. alone with very awkward like looking that, NPCs bopping around. Yeah, and that's like not how no. that should work. Like if, if you want a game like that, yeah. make a hub world where everybody can connect and like. Like again, like it's annoying that we're making a comparison, but they they dipped their toe into the Destiny market and then never committed. So like, make it like a tower yeah. where you know we can like join each other's games and like we'll be running around the fucking hub world together and like yeah. there's other players around and like all this cr- like that's the shit. That also, make the game better th- when the when this comes out, they need to have like that like pie in the sky like that like maybe not like at launch because like, that's a little unrealistic to like have like a raid like cataclysm was supposed to be their raid it was supposed to be their big ass mm-hmm. thing that everyone wants to do like a big team up with your friends you do this huge thing so like they need to have like i, I and i can't imagine that's going to be there like when this happens but like you know this comes out in three months time you're gonna do you're gonna fucking do the t- tower of doom with you know where you get six of your friends yeah. And you do like a raid type thing where you know, and think think about how mm-hmm. fucking cool that would be. You flying around, yeah, everybody flying around, like doing like 
like the crazy abilities that like you can like meld together yeah. with like like just just think about like doing like scores of the past but like anthem like ca- anthem characters mm-hmm. like think about how fucking fun that would be flying around the fucking first yeah. city and doing the whole uh, sparrow yeah. race like while, while you're flying around like just add, you're, you just want yeah. destiny to add flying to it <laughs> Yeah. That's what, just give yes. my guardian a jetpack. Uh, that's an amazing idea, bro. Gucci. There are things there are things that Destiny did very well regarding its like multiplayer and like its RPG elements and all that stuff that Anthem made an attempt at and never fully went for it and failed miserably. So, if they buckle down and they capitalize on like the ideas that they probably had originally, I think it yes. could turn out very well. And it looked yeah. cool. The world was cool. Also, one thing they need, they yeah. need to change, and I hope they're probably not going to change it, but I, w- I wish they changed it. I know Giant Bob always talks about this. What? <laughs> what? No, Brian oh. made a funny face. Uh, you should be able to fly, like, if not forever, for a long-ass time. The whole, like... Yeah, you don't have to like, fly. Yeah, through, like, no, that's annoying. Fault, like, like, I know Je- Jeff Gersman used to always uh, complain about that. I remember thinking, like, in the beginning, it was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's not the big deal. But, like, no, I just want to fucking fly. Like, the whole idea is fantasy that you're in a mech and you want to fly. Like, you don't have to be, oh, i got to go through this fucking waterfall. Like, who cares? So, yeah, all right, moving on. Let's finish this up. Last one. Uh, Outriders. We got a lot of new stuff about Outriders. It's, uh... I didn't watch... They put out, a like, an actual game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I skimmed it. It looks kind of what i was expecting it looks cool uh it's square enix's new game um it's from bullet storm and gears of war judgment developer uh people can fly um it's coming at the end of 2020 next gen um it looks like a big mashup of a lot of games that we have played and enjoyed Rem- yeah like remnant, remnant destiny remnant destiny diablo uh, diablo-esque things to it I, I i get the biggest destiny vibe from it um. Well, yeah. I mean, with like the weapons and like the like, I guess more specifically the abilities and like the character creation. Yeah, it's and, like, the, what is it? It's like uh, three man squads. Honestly, yeah, right? it's very much up I mean, to three the, players. Yeah, the nail on the head is Revenant yeah. and Destiny and just just fucking smash yeah, them together. That that would that was my immediate comparison was Remnant and Destiny. Just had a love child. It was like the guns and like all the weapons they and shit. Very like, from what I can tell, are very uh-huh. Remnant. Like like super that. And then, like, all the, like, the different abilities and stuff seem more, like... Seems yeah, a little like, more, like, magical I than Destiny. Like, a little abil- more, like, abilities than shooting. Yeah, it's... I mean, granted... Yeah, pretty sure one character... Destiny is pretty like, magical. You it's like kill, if you kill a bunch yeah. of enemies, you'll turn their dead bodies into grenades. <laughs> it's like, Jesus fucking metal, dude. Hell yeah. Um, I think it looks sick, though. I mean, I'm... It, that's gonna be a real yeah, good... I'm if that's, like, launch or, like, close to launch for next gen, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, that... I had... I don't remember this announcement at all. From it was, three, and I watched the Square Enix. It because because the, the trailer for so, Outriders was like not like it doesn't didn't like it was not much. Yeah, I like I don't remember it even a little bit. And then like a couple days ago, they put out um like a quick gameplay reveal thing that was more just like a regular. It was like another trailer basically, um with some gameplay like sprinkled in there. And I was like, oh, this looks all right. Like, this looks pretty cool. And then they put out this actual gameplay thing, and I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I would like to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. But I do, I do like that. I w- I wasn't sure, um, based on like the trailers because they showed like the same couple of characters like in the trailers that they had. Um, <coughs> but there is character like creation, like you do make your own outrider, which that's is cool. Cool, um, cool dude. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for news. 
cool. Got any off topic? Uh, you ever want to go watch Parasite? Yeah, I think we all watched Parasite. It's very good movie. Very good. Uh, not at all what I expected it to be. No, very no, good, it was very good. Yeah, great, great stuff. Uh, uh, that's basically for me. Denzel Curry's new like short little His album EP? Thing unlocked. Super good. Yeah, EP. Super good. <sighs> uh, the music video is very cool. It's very much. Very trippy. Good 25-minute. Yeah, which is, I mean, from a creative standpoint, it's like, I don't know, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a music video. So the fact that this is, yeah. like, from start Papa to finish. Broadway, the baby. That's also a very good music video. I watched that music video, like, fucking 100 times. I don't know why. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. great video. Um, but from start to finish, this is a whole album. You know, it's uh, A lot of it's animated. It's very well done. He gets... He gets he gets real DMX on, like, one of the songs. I think Diet. Hmm. He just fucking, like, literally just sounds like DMX. And then I forget what the other one is, but he gets, like, a little ODB going. Like, I love I think there's, I think there's an ODB sample in there, honestly. He, well, he does. He's, like, some of the, like, there's one of the songs, like, later on in that album, the EP, that he, like, straight up is rapping, but he sounds like old, old, old Dirty Bastard. I was like, okay. Huh. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, I was saying, I like old, I like Denzel Curry because he's like the most like self aware rapper in the world. Like everything he does is intentional. Everything is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. So if you haven't if you haven't heard that, you should check it out. Uh, I haven't. I don't think we watch anything else. Dan, did you watch? Lock no, I gotta watch it. I Matt texted me, uh, finale friend of the show. Um, and he said, and he's also someone I know who's read the comics. And he said it was like not bad, but not great. Like he just prefers to reread the comics. So like that's kind of tempered by my my nut to read it. But I watch it. But I'm sure I'll get I'll get there. I have never read the comics. Read the comics. I, I like. I watched. Do you know Joe Hill, who wrote the comics, Stephen King's son? Didn't know that. Found that out recently. They look just uh, like each other. You know, Stephen King kind of looks damn. like a monster. <clears throat> Yeah. This kind of also looks like a monster. Um, I like watched the first episode, but like I don't know what it was. Like, I just could not focus on it yeah. for some reason, and like I was like on my phone more than I was paying attention. So like I, I just if I when I started again. So I actually, like, speaking of that, you see, want to know again what show border like bordered on like mediocre to like not that good for me? Watchmen. Watchmen. Couldn't get it. Could not get do it. The, my favorite episode, and I will will I, I tell Brian like I will contest. Uh, the Hood of Justice episode was very good. That was a good episode. One of the best episodes. It ended. I don't. I don't know if I go that far, but it, I liked it. I did like it. You're wrong. Oh, I know, it ended stronger than the big gap, but the first like six episodes of that show, man, not did not interest me. It ended on a mediocre note. Like I would rather just read Watchmen or even watch the movie, to be honest. Again, but um, that was the other one. I two of my favorite like episodes of television ever was from The Watchmen and the first season of True Detective. And, Is it the one with the, the the police chase? Both HBO shows. In, yeah, the first like, there's like that chase scene, the chase scene in that that episode. Oh, uh, it's when he's going through the yeah, he's going that. through the neighborhood and it's all like that one that single the you single want, take. Yeah, yeah, that, that whole fucking that did, that, that did episode is incredible. Me, to be honest with you, not like I did not like the first season of True Detective at all. People like jerk that shit off. Oh, and I watched I don't it. Know. I was like, I don't get. I don't know what's up with you, man. 
I didn't like hate it. I just didn't really like it that much. Like I just like. Did you like season two? I didn't watch season two because I didn't like season one that much. So why would I watch season two? Season two is not nearly as like fucking. Exactly. So why why would would I go out of my way to watch season two? Because Dan would watch season two and be like, yeah. I like the honestly like as fucking awesome as um, fuck uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, who else is in in McConaughey are in season one. Um, Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff are fucking phenomenal in season two. Like this, the, season, uh, two. season two of True Detective. Season, season three, you're right. Oh my god, season, season two is Vince Col- Vaughn and Colin Farrell, right? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> totally blocked that shit out of my brain, dude. It is bad. not. You're right. <laughs> so it is bad. bad. Oh, so there's one. There is one scene in season two that was good, and it was the shootout that happens like out of nowhere in the street when they're going for that warehouse. Only scene of that I entire. Thought- fucking season of television. I've thought about rewatching it, but the the moment that I bailed out on season two, and I'm going to spoil this because it, fuck it, it's so old. Um, it was in like the first or second episode where Colin Farrell's character is like investigating, like not a murder, but something, and he gets fucking murdered. Like, but you find out literally in the next episode that it was just like a rubber bullet and he's not dead. And it's just like, yeah, oh, and it's yeah. like, why, why would they bait and like, why, why? Like, just kill him. Like, it's yeah, just it like, dumb. They, they, this is bad. They do an bad okay storytelling. Th- they, they kind of like. There's. I know there's like a thing behind it. I, I know, know there is, but it's just like. Yeah, but there's also a thing that happens at the end of the season, that was like, kind of okay, and like, I wish they kind of just did it a little earlier because it was uh, Taylor Kish's character in that season that was kind of just like doing his own thing yeah. the whole season, and he's like part of that like black ops group, and they like just fucking kill him. Like at like I forget if it's the last episode or the, like the end of like the second last episode they just fucking murder him, and then like that's just his character arc. He like goes through the shit, ends up back with the fucking that black ops group he was with, and just gets murdered. It's <laughs> like okay, like sure, why not? The whole rest of that fucking season of television, sure, not that good. Yeah, but season three, thank you, Pat. Season three seasons are very good. very good, excellent, and it's, the story is a bit more grounded. It's not fucking uh, McConaughey talking about the, time being flat circle and flat ergo shit. Well, yeah, because McConaughey was like his character is like all yeah. types of shit. <laughs> um, we'll say ending of season three disappointment. I like the ending of season three. I thought but it was fine. I just it, I I don't know. I just personally didn't like the ending too much. The whole rest of the season was great. Season one, one of the best seasons of television. Dan is just around. Weird. Dan's wrong. You know what's another show that like everyone liked that like I just I didn't see I didn't get much out of Westworld. Okay, that I understand. Westworld is explain like Kevin. Kevin like jerked that shit off. Remember like when Westworld ended, he was like, "This is like transcends TV. This is like the best thing." Ever. And I watched the first season. I didn't even think like, I got through the whole thing. I was like, "This is not bad." Like, like Westworld has has Westworld, moments of being really Westworld, really good, and then yeah, some parts are really like, cool. And then all parts I did not give fuck. a fuck about. Yeah, Westworld can yeah, it gets kind of up its own ass a lot about of some time. stuff. And like, if they were kind of a little bit more straightforward with someone, like they they were, they did not need to make it like a staggered, weird like timeline show. No, like at all, it really did not need to do that. Yeah, yeah there's like there's um, things I really like about the first season and second season of Westworld, and there's things I really fucking hate about both seasons, but I'm still like I'm in it. Like and especially like with the the teaser trailer that was released for season three, 
recently. I didn't finish. Yeah, I didn't watch season two at all because I like season one that much. Ah oh, man, so season three is going to be entirely different. Um, and Aaron Paul is like going to be oh, a lead yeah, in right. season three, and it's like they're taking it in a fucking entirely different direction. It looks wild. So yeah, I'm uh. I didn't like dislike season two. I just never. It has. It. It's some why. at some points. It's like so fucking slow, and it's like, what are they doing? Yeah, there was like some of the stuff when they were in like uh, Samurai World, or else kind of like they were just. It's just whatever. Whatever the fuck it was, and like they weren't really no. doing a whole lot. Yeah, they're, like, they could have done a lot more. They could be like doing crazy samurai fights. Yeah, right and now. Like, like they're just fucking walking there's around. The whole subplot with like the the minds of the like the robots and like them fucking ascending to like a fucking hard drive or something like to save them because they're like trying to back up all the files and all this bullshit it's just like mm-hmm. it's so up its own ass but at the same time it, there is moments where it's really I, cool. I enjoyed season one a lot it was very much again I don't like shows for the most part that do like the the fractured timeline oh, thing shit. and they're like trying to like make you second guess everything <laughs> that's going on like unless it's a good thing you like the witcher <laughs> um but that one was like done okay like it was very very obvious that that was not like none of that was happening at yeah the same time. i mean for some people though like, some people West had like World that's the biggest like, gripe people have about the witcher is the stagger is the timelines <clears throat> yeah i don't know they it's only for that one season, as far yeah, as yeah. They tell, they though. said like, season two. Season two is just gonna be that's yeah. They said they're up, just like, squashing that shit. It's gonna be because they were just they were trying to get all three of the main characters' origin stories in one season. In one season. Yeah. So they just kind of like, um. But yeah, like I don't know. Like Westworld, like tried really hard to make you believe that it was all happening at the same yeah. time. They did a they did a couple like, things it, like, that I thought were really cool. There yeah, was a few like, the that Bernard were right, stuff. Then, I thought like, was done really well, even yeah. though like you know people that are like. Yeah, a lot. I mean, yeah, a lot of the internet fucking knew that was coming, but I still think that it was done well. It was my, you know, it was done well. It was definitely. But uh, yeah, Dan's wrong. Yeah, it's fine. It's Dan. Just don't don't talk to us about TV anymore. (laughs) Uh, one last thing. I finally caught up on Spider Man Far From Home. Very good. I thought I thought it was fine. On it, really? I loved it. I Uh, thought it was so much better than Homecoming. I enjoyed it like ten times more. When did you? I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was cool. So when did you watch? I liked him. Okay, another weird pat. I just watched it recently, and I had because I didn't watch it when it came out. No, like I didn't watch it like a little bit when it came out, and I finished it just now because I know that's what you thought I meant. He does watch movies weird. It's a thousand percent. So did I, but I was just letting it slide because no, I just I just monster. No, no, no. I just I just watched it for the first time. It was very good. Um, I also agree. I loved Mysterio. Loved it. Incredible. I. Thought, I I loved Michael Keaton in the mm. first one, but I do think that this movie overall over. I did not like Hope like at all, really. Like I did, like it, like it borderline passable for me. But this was was phenomenal. I thought it was so good. Didn't think I was gonna like it. Being a, like you didn't wait. You huh? didn't like Vulture. You didn't like Vulture. Uh, I I guess I did. I don't know. Like I just. I think really, the I, best the best part about the two movies I thought is that the was, villains. I think Tom Holland. I think he's fine. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm not just like in, I'm not in love with this Spider Man. No, um, neither am I. Better than Andrew Garfield, but yeah, probably not, sure. as, not as good as, uh, uh, what's it, Jude Ju- yeah. McGuire. I was going to yeah. say Jude Law. Well, it's not even the, to- I like Tobey Maguire, but I just think those movies were better, the Raimi ones, just because I think as a whole, those movies are just more interesting, more fun yeah. or whatever. I mean, or maybe just hits different just because I they were I was a kid. Tom Holland's too, su- too Hollywood for my me. Like, I don't know. It's, he's too, like, I don't know. Like he's yeah. a fucking like eleventh like grader with a six pack. Like it's like okay. 
but he's like he's, he's 23. twenty three. He just has the body of a fucking twelve year old boy, so they make it work. I guess. Well, that's yeah, like I mean, that's like, she's also I will like say, twenty something. I will say that True. he is, being that he is a character that's supposed to be like in high school for a good majority of like his existence as a character. I, Tobey Maguire looks like a forty year old man and did when those movies <laughs> came out. Andrew Garfield looked like a fucking thirty year old man. When those like, movies Tom Holland looks like a twenty year old man. At least, at least Tom Holland like actually looks can, like, like a kid. You know. Looks like he's in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're right. A hundred percent. I just there's something about. I mean, maybe Spider Man just needs to fucking go away for a while, and then I'll care uh, again. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, we have never actually like had a never. break from Spider Man. Like it was like one through three, and then oh like, yeah, two yeah. or three years later, it was yeah, amazing. Exactly. My amazing favorite Spider-Man, thing, and then like two years after that, it was two, my favorite thing then... about <laughs> Spider Man Far From Home is the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow keeps forgetting that she was in that movie. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't I remember love anything it. that she's in. It's so I hate great. it. Gwyneth Paltrow was in that movie. She's in. <laughs> she's uh, in the end of Far From Home, isn't she? Or... Yeah, she's at the end of. She's in the end of Far From Home. Forgets that she was in it. She Wait, how do you know, like, how do you know she forgot that she was in it? So she was in an episode of. Sh- Watch yeah, any that, interview. Any interview that she's, she's in an ever episode done. of Chef with um, she, fuck, what's uh with John Favreau. And they're talking about Spider-Man. And she's like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. And he, like, literally stops and he's like, yes, you were fucking in this movie. Like, I know. And, like, everyone on set would be like, yes, Gwyneth, you were in that movie. She was like, yeah, I like, was in that? And everybody's like, yeah. And, like, people have to, like, remind her. I that love she's being so famous like, that you forget your yo, movies. I watched. No, so it's sweet. not even that. She's just a fucking <laughs> idiot. I like that Pat's saying it like he knows her. Yeah, Pat's very level. upset. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's at home like, what if, no, what if? I feel like, I feel like this is on record that she has, like, a really fucked up, like, memory. Like, it's, like, uh, like on stage I, I don't know for early Alzheimer's or something, like. But, like, she, she, like, doesn't remember that she was, like, what Iron Man's, like, what, or what, like, so, adventure. She, like, you know, War, she's a real, she's, she no she's a real person idea. then because all these movies are the same and they just blend in together. True. Gwyneth Paltrow is so <laughs> legit. Yeah. She's a real one. It just, like. It just, like, blows me away. I remember I watched, uh, like, a uh, uh, Graham Norton interview or some shit, and, like, it was for Far From Home. It was Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, and her, and they were talking, and, like, she was talking about one of the movies that she couldn't remember her being in, and Tom was like, you're in that one. And she, like, looked at him like, I am? And he's like, yeah, you're in that movie. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, all right. It's my, that's my favorite like, thing. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about that, and, like, about all, like, that fucking movie. Her fucking... Like her. Oh God! Thing. Fuck! I don't don't even. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, you know way more about Gwyneth Paltrow than that. that. I, I, it, yeah, I just don't the know goop, why the I goop know, thing. People should just look up just to like go. What? Like, I will, why? I'll, I'll Google that. I don't know anything about that. It's so a nightmare. Like Pat said, it's, it's a, a nightmare. nightmare. There's like a whole thing on Netflix about it. It's bad. Really bad. Um, my contribution to Off Topic. I watched Uncut Gems. It's on UK Netflix. I use the VPN. Um. That fucking movie, man! Holy shit! To make um, anxious. I mean, I don't know. I was fine. I was just more like engaged in it because, like, I fucking love this character just because of how fucking absurd he was. And it's just like at Sandler <laughs> to me is just somebody who's like he. Ha- it's just one of these things where it's like, yo, like I could act. Like I'm fucking. Like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking professional. Like here it is. Here's yeah. you know. Here's my my contribution, reminding everybody that I'm the shit. Like I could still fucking do this. You know, and like then 
Yes, for a bazillion dollars to do shit movies to to do Cobbler Two or whatever. Just some absolute (laughs) dog shit, and I just love it. I just like I the the, that to me was it's just so great, and like ah man, and Uncut Gems is fucking an incredible movie. It is so good, like just from start to finish. It has like that. The, it's better than Whiplash, but it does that thing with Whiplash where you're just like, ang- you're like, yeah, it's anxious. Like you're on the edge of your seat, just like, oh, what the fuck? Like this is, what is he doing? You know? And he just does a phenomenal yeah. job. And um, yeah, I can't. I like, I just, I will continue to recommend that movie. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, you could, you know, uh, Express VPN is super easy to use. It's fucking like ten bucks for the month, and then you could just use your Netflix account and sign in on, and bang, it'll be right there, good to go. So yeah, that's it. I'm done. Sick. I'm tired. Word. Okay. Everybody. All right. We good? Yeah. Can I pull up my podcast oh, yeah. real quick? Oh, yeah. Of course, man. I did it for no. you last week. Got you, fam. Thank you. Oh, I, actually, I, li- I listened, but then I went on this, uh safety mode on my phone, and I can't listen to podcasts or music or uh, send pictures. Um, when are you going to grow up and get your own <laughs> fucking plan? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh, I do a podcast with my girlfriend. Bubby DeFoe Bill. (laughs) I do a podcast with my girlfriend called called Curious Crimes. It's a uh, true crime, serial killer, uh, fucking whatever weird shit we want to talk about. Um, It's on SoundCloud. uh, SoundCloud.com says Curious Crimes. Uh, We have three episodes up right now. We'll post post the last one on Monday about uh, moms who kill their children. So if that sounds like something you want to hear about. That's what we talk about. Danny Dynamite uh, and Case Spooky bringing you all the, all the goods. All the goods. Uh, every other Monday we post. Uh, it's not on an RSS feed yet because I'm lazy, but it will be soon. Uh, check it out. Thank you. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so if you want to listen to that, uh, you could go to SoundCloud.com. Uh, if you want to talk to Dan more, though, you can go to his Twitter, Dianones with three Zs. Pat's at PC Marth, I'm at Brian. If you want to talk to us more about video games, okgamers.com will link you to an invite to our Discord. And we don't just talk about video games in there, it's all all different good stuff that we enjoy. Uh, so feel free to join that if you care so much. Uh, but as always, thank you guys for listening and enjoy the remainder. <laughs>